what I do every morning is I wake up. I there's a soy face, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon soy face. Um, the or the regular. more racist soy face. Or regular. or regular, we never know. Anymore. We never know. It really is. We just were like, we, how many times did we say? Fag? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty much about that. Yeah, I've never said that word. But anyway, every time I wake, what I do every day is I wake up in the morning, make a coffee, and then around nine thirty, I put a Zen in and kind of have a panic attack and mm-hmm. have to throw it out immediately. It makes you. It's really great because it's. Uh, it makes you feel like your heart is beating in the future. <laughs> <laughs> like your heart is out racing your blood. Yes. Yeah. It, you, it, and it's you somehow become addicted to that feeling. It's like when a drummer, like when his like playback like goes out <laughs> and then he's just not in beat anymore. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jace's, uh, when I, I think my microphone. No, no, no. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. It was a little loud for me. I turned it down. A little loud for you. you, you, you oh, ears. you little ears. Uh, yeah. I'm an audio engineer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Boy, you ain't tough enough for podcast work. <laughs> you got soft hands. An old, an old cow poke on the range. Mm-hmm. On the range, just... I... Dude, I'm uh, I've read a couple books now about guys in the 1850s that are like like hunting like being hunted by Indians and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like revenant guys. Yeah, like uh fur trappers and shit. Yeah, like Red Dead Redemption type shit. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, I don't know, man. It there Look, it was scary because in the middle of the night your whole family could be disemboweled by a bunch of uh Comanches. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like t- things were kind of better then still. Still, even with all the blood yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of the old west. I love any any you know. I love the idea of like if somebody has if you have a problem with them, you can just kill them mm-hmm. at the local saloon at the saloon in front of everybody <laughs> in front of the sheriff. Walk right home. Yeah, and the sheriff's like, all right, yeah, uh, yeah. He shouldn't have challenged him. Yeah, I Yeah, I He li- he whistled at the man's wife. So that's why I had to turn his head into a canoe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I He molested his boy. The idea of like. Of like, okay, like, you know, you get like a part, like you're broke and you get a parking ticket, right? Mm-hmm. In the old West, if somebody tried to stop you while you're in the middle of nowhere riding into a town, you'd, you'd shoot yeah. them and leave them <laughs> next to a tumbleweed and you wouldn't feel guilty because you go, you're trying to stop my life. You're trying to hurt my life. <laughs> right. Like a parking enforcement officer. I'm one gold coin away from dying mm-hmm. at all times. But on the other hand, you could be shot in the head by a child. Like a seven-year-old could have come up to you with a double-barrel shotgun, and mm-hmm. you'd be like, "You, you killed, you killed my daddy," right. and then blow <laughs> the back true. of your yeah. head off. You killed my pal. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm a grown man at seven, <laughs> I've come here to butcher you. That is true. There's always that little precocious fuck out front of the ranch. Right. Yeah, I know. He's like, "My daddy taught me how to use a rifle." Right. Yeah. There's a, every posse had one. The kid. Mm. Yep. Yeah. He's just a twelve-year-old boy. Yep. Yeah. I love the old west though. Love saloons. I wish I could live then, man. I'm like, obsessed uh, with them. I love that shit. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, okay, think of it this way, right? Nowadays, you have to have a, uh, you have to have car insurance and a car payment and the whole thing. Yeah. Then you could just go out in a field and kind of wrangle a horse and just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. sweet uh, whisper sweet nothings into its ear, and then now you have you have a transportation vehicle and it's free mm-hmm. it just eats grass yeah all you needed yeah. back no then permit, was no just nothing. oats and that's it mm-hmm. yeah i love fucking i love anytime i've ever had like a like a when I, in my worst brokest moments eating just beans and shit mm-hmm. you know i always would just i would comfort myself thinking about westerns and they're all sitting around yep. a campfire and they're just happy to have that tin plate full of beans <laughs> a, a warm belly yeah 
and you just go, oh, I don't know, I'm like John Wayne right now, <laughs> eating my wor- worthless meal. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they try to convince you that people were more racist then, but I don't think that's the case. I think like not they, according to Netflix. <laughs> all these black cowboys. <laughs> Wait, is well, that a yeah. thing? Yeah, there's like black westerns yeah. all over Netflix. You, can, you tell yeah. me those are the magnificent seven. <laughs> <laughs> More like the the subpar seven to me, Buster Brown. Yes, sir. You tell me the guy from Training Day who makes nothing but shit movies now is going to do a Denzel Washington cowboy movie? You tell me that Adrian Elba's in a cowboy movie. Bullshit. Bullshit. He would have been building the railroads back They're then. They're not even holding the gun sideways. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to hear a funny story? Yeah. I, have yeah. a, I have a retarded uncle. Yeah. Not blood, but... Um, oh, legitimately retarded. No, no, no. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no it just, I just meant it in that way. Oh, okay, we speak sorry. here on Lemon Party. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's nobody in my life who's been affected by mental illness. Just so. a f- an uncle that most of my family hates, and he, he moved... Um, my uh, mom's uh, one of my mom's sisters. He's obsessed with like westerns and cowboys, and and he moved them when she was pregnant to the middle of nowhere Arizona. Mm-hmm. Raised the kid in the middle of nowhere Arizona. She hated it. They hated it. Uh, but he loved it. And all he would do is just like watch like Anaconda and like Tombstone in the middle of nowhere in this in this in this uh, desert town. And we'd visit. We'd always like, why the fuck are you guys wasting her life here in the middle of nowhere? Blah blah blah. He loves Western so much. Anyway, she grows up, and then he he's anytime we went there, he'd always take me like rattlesnake hunting, or mm-hmm. we'd go to Tombstone, which was like an hour away. The, the mm-hmm. and it's Tombstone's like a fake town, right? You know, like there's reenactments in the town. It's where they filmed Tombstone and the uh, a gunfight at OK Corral and shit. Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday, all that shit. So they built the set and then people moved in. And once then there's the movie like was to- over. Yeah, I don't know, but there's like a you can live there technically, right? So a couple years ago, I, I we find out that um, this uncle of mine he moved with his wife to Tombstone. Mm-hmm. He lives in a like. Can you imagine living in a fake? No, come he on, lives, man. Like every morning he wakes up to like, there's a snake in my boot, and like guys are like having a fake gunfight. Yeah, yeah. He wakes up to a guy playing the piano yeah, all yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Man, that really sucks. Yeah, yeah. You kind of want to when you hear something like that. You there's a small sliver of you that wants to look on the and go. Wow, you know what? Actually, a guy like that, I really love that. You know, that's his passion, and he just like really went for it. But immediately, you go, "No, fuck that guy." <laughs> yeah, it's fuck just him. it's it's like moving into like Toontown. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, because you know, in Who Framed Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit, there was one sick bastard who lived in Toontown, <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck is he doing what there?" What is with him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like being a big fan of the Grinch, and you're like, "Is there a Whoville?" I want to move my family there. I know. That's, is it Switzerland? That's Where like a diagnosable level of depression. Is like I'm so de- I have depression so bad. I'm going to live in 1835. Yep. Yeah. I just want my F-150 and I want to drive through town <laughs> pretending I'm like fucking Doc Holiday. <laughs> now is that like a lost uh, uh, a guy like a? Uh, do you guys believe in reincarnation? Sure. Why not? Well, yeah. Some uh, some days. Is that mm-hmm. a guy who was like one of the greatest uh, sheriffs? Uh, the country's ever seen and like he's try his spirit is trying to go back like he's the ghost of Wyatt Earp reincarnated yeah but he's just like in this life he just works at Kinko's and he's like he has AIDS or whatever <laughs> it's just it's just <laughs> Kinko's with AIDS <laughs> right sir you can't work you can't work at this Kinko's you have AIDS <laughs> 
Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really just people <laughs> loving movies and shit too much. Life is such a hell. You just like watch like, you know, uh, yeah. behind enemy lines. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to be him. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. You're so depressed. You go, it's me. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah I'm you know? that. Like America's full of like old basketball coaches being like, oh, I'm just like, you know, when the school board comes at me, I'm just like Owen Wilson in behind enemy lines, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I need my Gene Hackman to come because they can't, they can't process this is just my shitty, boring life, right. and I'm gonna turn into dust and bone. They make it more interesting if they pretend they're a they're a famous character, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, people write their own narratives, like these grand narratives in their life, mm-hmm. just because it's so, it's hard to just be, I'm just a bug, you know, yeah. on earth. <laughs> I'm a bug. Yeah, I'm a worthless bug. So they're like, no, there's this grand, I'm overcoming, or I'm fighting, mm-hmm. or I'm cursed, or mm-hmm. like, there's all these stories we tell ourselves to pretend we're not just a stupid little bug. Yes, exactly. People live with, like, people hear music playing when they have moments in their lives and stuff from their mm-hmm. favorite shit. Like anytime like a feminist like posts on Twitter, I always imagine like they, they hear like, you're gonna hear me roar. <laughs> like that's always playing in their head. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, 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 as right. they like write like a worthless tweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there's always like a Mark Marin? got like you know retard to a post like uh, actually <laughs> if you if you'd like trump fuck you and then they hit tweet and in their head it's like <laughs> yep they hear like a black keys like <laughs> fucking solo playing i know yeah yeah i've caught myself doing that hack shit in the moment though Same, yeah where you're like driving away from a breakup and you like you purposely like keep skipping songs to get to a sad one yep I'm just like, all right, all right. And then I just tell Siri, I'm like, play Angelus by Elliot Smith so I can be a sad retard right yep. now. Yep. Driving around. That's why, I, I think that's why people love American Beauty so much because that guy, like him, Kevin Spacey reinventing himself in that movie, mm-hmm. that's the only thing you can actually do in terms of, uh, like the guy who's the hero, you can actually do what he does. Is just burn your life to the ground. Yeah, burn your life to the ground. And, and just... start molesting a 16-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, dude. that's really the hero's journey in modern America. Yeah. Yep. Is to become a pedophile. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> is to get really high and, f- right. and fuck children. Yeah, you I, wanna... I do love the idea of the pedophile. It's like, I don't follow society's rules, man. <laughs> You guys are all weird about sex. I'm going to smoke dope and listen to Zep mm-hmm. in the garage, and I'm going to try and fuck the, my, my daughter's sexually advanced friend. Sorry if you can't handle me fucking a preschooler. That's how I didn't you, know I'm dealing with a bunch of Puritans. That's how you know if you're really depressed, is if you're like, God, I wish I was like working out in my garage yeah. like on a daily basis. When you start yeah. planning stuff for your garage, that's a real symptom of depression. Been there. Yeah. yeah. American, Been there. American Beauty is really just about how violent gay people are. <laughs> it kind of is. Holy <laughs> shit. Know? Yeah. They're holding it in so long, they'll kill you in your garage. <laughs> It's really that's really I think the message Sam Mendez was trying to send. To I everyone. like breaking down movies like that in a yeah. really simplified, um, obnoxious way. Mm-hmm. Like Call Me by Your Name is just about a gay statutory rapist. <laughs> what now? What's that? It's a movie. It's where, an Army Hammer and oh uh, right, and, right. Ki- and uh, he's trying to fuck this like sixteen year old kid. But mm-hmm. they are in love, and it's a beautiful love story. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're a gay pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Which At we kind of were kind of like, eh, they're gay, so it's not. It's really, fine. It's, it's Italy. Fine. You know? Listen, I already think it's gross. So who cares if they're a pedophile? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Age doesn't exist with sun like this. <laughs> you tell with this olive oil, you think I can go to jail? <laughs> 
Come on. 12-year-olds drink wine here. Fuck a kid. Listen, they put seafood in the pasta. I can come in his ass. <laughs> yeah. The movie really is like, we're, we are um, so smart and mm-hmm. we're so into literature that like, like you don't even get it. Like we're okay with our kid having sex right. with like a grown man. Yeah, and even at the end of the movie, Michael Stuhlberg is like, "Listen, you know, I've always wanted to be a rape child myself, <laughs> but your mom will never, your mom will never." <laughs> yeah, it's like a beautiful scene. Yeah, he has the scene. He has the scene where he sits there. He goes, "Listen, you're gonna get raped by a lot of men in your life, and hopefully, you'll fall in love with one of those men." <laughs> But the thing two people have between a pedophile and his victim, that's irreplaceable, or whatever dumb thing yep. he says. And it's beautiful. I cried. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's the only way uh, like um, the American people can suspend their like uh, disbelief is uh, having him, because they already think gay sex is so gross that they have to be pedophiles in the movie for people to like make that jump. Well, it's the only way that that movie could exist is them being gay, right? If it was a, if right. it was Michael Stuhlbarg's daughter, and there's a foreign exchange uh, student who's like 28 trying to fuck their 16 year old daughter, it turns into family, a Liam Neeson like movie. The yeah. family would not be like, "It's love, you mm-hmm. gotta go with it." You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, they'd but be like, instead, "He did what?" Yeah, exactly. I'll bash his fucking head in with that statue we found. Exactly, it, it turns into Taken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The family would be like, "Enough of the bike rides." <laughs> okay, when, listen, we found a peach in your room with cum all over it. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Wait, about? did they fuck? A a peach in the yeah, thing. yeah. Timothy Chalamet fucks a peach in like an attic. Yeah. All right, spoiler alert. Spoiler. It, is, it is it is funny. You're, it is a really good movie, and then they start like fucking. You're like, oh my god, yeah, what a sick fuck. Yeah, it's a bit much, but that and Brokeback Mountain are still the best love stories ever made. Brokeback is one of the greatest movies that's men, ever been made. Men even do love stories better, baby. <laughs> Wow, we do everything better. That's how misogynistic we are. The only the love, only stories, love <laughs> stories I like are Brokeback Mountain. I'm like, get these, get these annoying women out of here. <laughs> the Notebook sucks. My favorite thing about Brokeback, though, I think I've said to you before, is Again, that... Again, never have seen it. I've never seen any gay, God damn. gay films. Damn, dude. It's really cool and good. It's a, it's a beautiful movie, written by Larry McMurtry, by the way. Mm-hmm. A what? great writer, yeah. The Poet Laureate of Texas wrote this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a very. If you look him up, he looks like Rick Moranis, like a huge fucking nerd. Yeah, like loser. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks like now. the deacon of a church, and it's funny to imagine him has a typewriter being like, and then he sticks his big fat cock <laughs> in his in his wet ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could tell what I was, what I was gonna. His big fat cock in his mouth, and he come. But what I was gonna say, you can tell he's not gay because the the scene where they do fuck for the first time. It's it's literally just he bends um, Jake Gyllenhaal over and just shoves yeah. his dry cock into an unlubricated asshole. It's really violent. It's more so like just like two men. Like it's like prison sex kind yeah. of. They're just like, hey, listen, there's nothing out here. Let's just come on. <laughs> sure, come on. let me let me fuck you. Right, I already tried to fuck these sheep. They mm-hmm. won't have it. The movie got such a bad rap because it's like. It shouldn't have been called Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. I know maybe that was the real place and that's what it's really based on, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But like, it's just, it's okay. Come on. Yeah. It's, it made too uh, many jokes. Brokeback. It's yeah. like, come on. I never even thought about that. It's called, yeah. It might as well make a movie with two gay cowboys called like AIDS Mountain. <laughs> of course, people yeah. are going to be like, that. Uh, yeah, Aswart yeah. Junction, <laughs> the gray cowboy movie. Yeah. yeah. Polyps Creek <laughs> coming this fall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh yeah. yeah. I, I hope uh I'm glad uh like the by the way, when I took dad to see the whale, mm-hmm. I thought he'd walk out of the movie and he'd just be like, I mean, just disgusting. 
I mean, he, I mean, just to have a gay guy just being gay like that. Like, he just looks yeah. past his entire Oh, Dad life. saw the opening scene with the, him watching gay porn. He's like, All right, he folded his newspaper. And, <laughs> like, I'll meet you. I'll be at the, the Puss in Boots movie. <laughs> it just walks right? across the... Uh, I ain't got to watch these sick gay bastards. Dad walks into that uh, movie. What's the what's the Indian movie that made like $490 billion? R-R-R? Yeah, he walks into that and he's like, God damn it. Yeah. He just walks. Yeah, he, he was like, can I get a ticket for your only non-trans movie here? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's sitting in Avatar. He's like, wait, this is a metaphor for Native Americans. <laughs> he keeps going from movie to from movie. movie to movie, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but uh, The Whale is the first movie I've ever been to with Dad where he didn't fall asleep. Yeah. Just because he thought it was so funny. (laughs) He's laughing like Cape Fear. (laughs) When he was squirting the uh, ranch on the pizza, dad like nudged me like this, like with his elbow. Yeah, completely missing the point of the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. There's a, I want to go back to Brokeback real quick. Same. There's a a scene I love in that where Michelle Williams is, you know, she knows that they're fucking gay. Mm Yeah. Fisher. <laughs> That's what she says. Yeah. She, she confronts me because I know you're fucking gay. Yeah. She goes, I checked your fishy line. You wasn't even used, you fuck. <laughs> he starts to do it all. Yeah, you're like, this, she's like, queer. fucking queer. <laughs> this isn't bait, it's prep. <laughs> you're sticking those worms up your ass. <laughs> you trying to protect fish from AIDS? What are you bobbing for cum? <laughs> you sick bastard. Super insensitive Montana housewife. Gone fishing hour. Right? I know. She curb stomps him on the patio. No, sorry. It's not Michelle Williams. It's Anne Hathaway's wife where she's confronting. Uh, she goes, you guys ain't doing nothing up there but sucking and fucking. She's like, Jack Twist. More like Jack Nasty. <laughs> She says that. I yeah, she says that. she says Jack Twist more like Jack Nasty. What? And it cracks it cracks me that's up. So I wonder bad. if that's in the book or if she just ad libbed that. I don't know. That's probably her going off the dome. Yeah, yeah that was off top. Yeah, I love that everything comes back to cowpokes. By the way, mm-hmm. we're just stuck on cowboys. This movie. There is a really funny scene too when when uh, they're trying to get hired back like the next year, like Ennis Del Mar is. Yeah, yeah. And he goes to Randy Quaid and he's like, "I ain't hiring you back." <laughs> yep. And he's like, why not? He's like, I know what you're doing on that mountain. <laughs> I know what you sick fucks you did up on that mountain. <laughs> yeah, Randy Quaid's like, I know the mafia's after me and my wife. <laughs> listen, listen, whatever a man in a, in a devil mask and his wife want to do on a webcam is their own goddamn business, but you don't fuck around my shit, boy. There's a scene where he goes up, he, Randy Quaid goes to check on them. And mm-hmm. he doesn't even see them really do anything gay. They're just kind of horsing around. Like, what do you mean? They're just kind of pl- like fucking with each other, like wrestling they, on a mountain, having fun because they're bored. They're and gay. staying up I mean, on a mountain. They're watching a herd of sheep on a mountain for like the winter. Oh, yeah. I get it. And it's just two okay. guys, one for the night shift, one for the day shift. Mm-hmm. Randy Quaid goes up to check on them, and you just see them like throwing a frisbee back and yeah, forth. Yeah, they're just like having fun and you know doing kind of gay like fun stuff. But yeah. they're still not. They're, they're not kissing. Yeah, nobody's, or anything. There's always cocks. Out yeah, Randy Quaid just looks at it and he's like, oh, fans. <laughs> he's like, he's through a telescope and he like collapses the telescope. He's like, God damn. Right. He's like, <laughs> so is he playing like an old timey prospector, but he just hates gay people? He's just playing a guy who runs like a cattle company. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. 
Randy Quaid rules. I it's bet he's great, great in that role. And I, he's great. He's great, yeah. Because I don't even think he knows he's acting. He just <laughs> even know what's going on. Yeah. No. They told him, like, there's some gay people coming into town. They want jobs. And he's like, yeah, all right, got it. He's like, all right, what's this camera doing here? <laughs> well, it's the way they so film, like, wildlife, where they film it from really far away so it doesn't know it's being filmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like an eagle giving birth. Yeah, yeah. It's like no plan- planet Earth, but for gay guys. Just out in the woods. <laughs> yeah, Randy wandered yeah. off of set to hunt gay people. <laughs> right. And they're filming yeah. him on these, like, uh, huge lenses yeah, from just, space. Yeah, it's just like uh, fucking Bear grills. Yeah, being narrated by David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> the homo on the mountain. Right. Fox watch, all winter. Watch as this one homo takes pop, poppers in order to loosen this asshole. Sometimes the gay cowboy will fuck for warmth. So when he fucks the, when he fucks, uh, it's Heath Ledger fucks Jake Gyllenhaal. Who's in the, the top? The Heath Ledger's Heath the top. Heath Ledger's the top, they of might, course. They nice. might sw- yeah, of course. It's also funny the way well, he... I don't know about he, that. He acts in it like so... Clo- like that closed and mouth. Mar- like he's yeah. trying to keep cum out of his mouth yeah, while he's talking. And none of that funny stuff. I ain't no queer. I ain't no queer. I just shove my cock in your ass dry. Which would rip your dick skin right off your ass. Wish I could quit you. That's what we're good for, a couple high-altitude fucks once a year. Wish I could quit you. Like it's gay heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Tying off his dick and <laughs> slapping it. <laughs> slapping his dick before <laughs> shoving it in. Uh, the whale, God, I love that movie. The, great movie. The whale is kind of like modern Brokeback Mountain. That's what happens to gay people now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It, it's Brokeback Mountain, that, but it takes place modern day in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You say if Brendan Fraser would, had repressed his homosexuality in the movie, he would just been on a horse somewhere. Yeah, just sucking off a guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's funny because like Brendan Fraser would have had a better life in the whale if he just like just like repressed all that shit. Oh, sorry, I heard the yelling. Fucking again. kids, oh, kids are going off. Keep again. it down, yeah. Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel, knock it off. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, my son, Mordecai, <laughs> threw the Jewish football into your yard. I mean, I guess they're trying to find two coyotes to put on the fucking boat. <laughs> Old racism against Jewish guy. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't the you go grid. build a fucking ark? Why don't you go build an ark? Devin's racism spans like 6,000 years. Mm-hmm. I love antiquated racism. Yeah. Why don't you get a couple tablets to put some rules on, fuckface? Devin's learning like ancient languages like Aramaic and Coptic just to be like more racist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning Hebrew so I can texts. hate Jewish people more accurately. Yeah. yeah. What uh, other great gay films? Well, I was going to say... Uh, hmm. I think Brokeback Mountain would have been better if uh, both guys were as fat as Brendan Fraser and the right. whale. They're, break, much they're breaking the horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horses are just yeah. flattened. Yeah. The horse grabs the gun out of his belt and blows its brains out. <laughs> yeah, you just see it. You see a tent that's shaped like a circle because yeah. they're filling it up. <laughs> oh God, I guess rules. the third best gay movie's got to be Bros. Yeah, Bros is I pretty great. I didn't see that either. I didn't see it either. But mm. apparently nobody saw it because people are super homophobic, according yeah. to what Billy, what's his name? Billy Eichner. Billy you Eichner. said Billy Crystal. I was like, I have some whatever. Might Same as well guy. put Billy Crystal Billy in there. Crystal Eichner. Yeah. Uh, Billy Third Reich. Which is so funny like that they pretended that that movie was bad. Nobody saw it because they hate gays. When Brokeback Mountain like, won all these Oscars and everyone accepted 14 it. years beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised yeah. no one saw Bros considering uh, Bo and Yang makes a cameo appearance. 
You think there'd be lines around the block, <laughs> right? Yeah, because it's not like Bo and Yang you think just it'd be exists. like a club that you can't. Yeah, get he into. doesn't exist just to sell Verizon commercials. <laughs> That's not his whole purpose of being. Yeah, he's basically just like an like a guy that does commercials for Equinox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like Lululemon. If he's a comedian, how does he have so much time to work out? Well, I've seen his body. He doesn't look like he's working out too yeah, much. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's doing a lot. He's fat for an Asian. Yeah, guy. He's a, is he? Is he fat? He's thin for a white guy. Fat for an Asian. Guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thin for a white guy. Fat for an Asian guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody! MLB, we're doing an ad. MLB is finally back in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. Lock in futures on your favorite club to win the World Series, or take advantage of crazy boosted odds via the MyPookie money bag. I'm going to pick the Dodgers, even though they'll fucking blow it in the playoffs like they do every single fucking year. MyBookie makes it simple for you to sign up and play. You bet, you win, and they pay. Sign up today at MyBookie and use promo code LEMON to secure a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code LEMON to claim your bonus. Whether you're a diehard or a casual fan, Simply put, there's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting with MyBookie. So go to mybookie.website slash lemonparty and use the promo code lemon. MyBookie, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. All right, and now back to the fucking show. Goodbye. Fuck you. Suck my dick. (laughs) Suck my fucking dick. Eat my ass. Goodbye. Uh... Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, we were talking about cow pokes and stuff. Yeah, this guy is the coolest. Uh, uh, he was a black rancher. He was born into slavery. Oh wow! And when he got out of slavery, he uh, his he, name is Robert Lemons, and his name is Robert Lemons, which is awesome too. But you never hear when you talk about like the great, uh, you know, like black Americans and stuff. Guys like this are always like left out. Damn, he lived till he was ninety nine years old. Yeah, this guy right here. I'm gonna zoom in on him because this he, guy's black. Yeah, he was a uh, he was born into slavery, and uh, he was one of the wealthiest people uh, in Texas when he died. So what he did is he was uh, he would sell mustangs to people, and the way he would do it is he would strip down naked. I'm so retarded. I thought you meant like cars for a second. <laughs> like he was a car. You were like he sold yeah, mustangs. He was born to slavery. I was like in a then... car lot. <laughs> he was a used car salesman right. in 1855. Yeah, he just comes up. He's like, you kicked the town. Just want to see how strong it is. I mean, look, this guy looks like he gave Mark Twain permission to use the N-word. <laughs> he gave yeah. him the first N-word pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he wrote the N-word. Huckleberry Finn. Doesn't he look like black Mark Twain? Yeah. I was going to say he looks like old Eric Andre, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what this guy did is he learned how to... Um, he became so wealthy by... Uh, he would strip down naked and go out into a field where there are like thousands of wild Mustangs. And uh, compare he, cock size. Yeah, yeah. He would just <laughs> right. And the horse is like, he's our leader he's now. He's our leader. <laughs> he's popping him with a towel, <laughs> calling him gay. Right, because you know there are like the, those white cowboys who are like, I gotta around these horse cocks all day. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to fuck my wife? I'm standing next to a three foot cock mm-hmm. all day. Must long. make you feel less than. Probably does <laughs> seeing a cock that's like four feet long. Yeah, back mm-hmm. in the old west, like cuckolds just like brought in a horse for sure. They're like, fuck Margaret. Popcorn. Could you imagine? Popcorn. <laughs> 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 That's my BBC popcorn.
popcorn. Just a lethal <laughs> penis. My BBC. My wife, my wife got her anus prolapsed by popcorn. We got to bring in a BBC. <laughs> Tonto. <laughs> yeah, do, doing like the two finger whistle noise. Yeah. <laughs> There's a horse with an engorged, dripping cock comes out and fucks your wife. Yeah, a cock that could kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, like Mr. Hands yeah, in, yeah. C- in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Balloon Hands. Isn't that his name or whatever? I think it was just Mr. Hands. Mr. Hands. Yeah. What is the Lone Ranger's horse called again? Tonto. Tonto, yeah. Oh, no, that's his sidekick. That's yeah, his Tonto's, I think I got it wrong. S- silver. Silver something. Silver something. Hi-ho, yeah. Silver. Away. Hi-ho, Silver. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Hi, so, hi-ho, Silver, I'm gay. Right. <laughs> to Brookback Mountain. Yeah. Hi-ho, Silver, fuck my way. <laughs> uh, but this, this guy, Robert Lemons, he would... Uh, it would take him uh, as long as it would take him so long to eventually. <laughs> the horse. I was just thinking the horse just kicks his wife in the head accidentally. She, yeah, she's dead. <laughs> just retarded. This <laughs> fucking gives her a dented in face. Yeah. Well, that was all. I loved retarded guys in the old west were just like, yeah, a horse kicked him in the head. So <laughs> now his head looks like a soap dish. And he would just live on. The, he was like the banker, and then he's just like, nah. Yeah, he just stares at the sun all day. Yeah, he eats all the town shit now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I cut what you, you off. What do you say about, about Robert Lemons? Yeah, Black Mark Twain. Oh, so he would uh, go in a field with a bunch of Mustangs, strip down completely naked, and I think reports said it could take months sometimes, where he would uh, gain the trust of all the horses and establish himself as the alpha of the group. Then once all the horses trusted him, he would walk them into his land uh, Mm -hmm. in an enclosed fence, and then he would sell like thousands of Mustangs, and he did this constantly. And he was like incredibly wealthy and had an an amazing like uh, black story. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a TV show about this guy or a movie made because it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. But uh, if if we were if we were in the TV uh, show pitching game in this town, boys, which we most certainly are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I mean, we could. This would sound like hotcakes. Oh yeah, but they'd still make it gay or somehow. Like they'd make they replace <clears throat> him with like a black lesbian. Yeah, she'd be played. By, he'd be played by Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd get the lady from Master of None in there. They're like he was. He was uh, Robert Lemons was a stud yeah. actually. The story of Robert Lemons, starring Leslie Jones. <laughs> And somehow he uh, he's just like an angry MTA worker <laughs> in the old yeah, west. He has the vest and everything. <laughs> he goes, the L train is shut to a horse. The L train is shut down. Did you not see the sign? <laughs> just clapping back at livestock. <laughs> you know there had to be like one like fucking at least one racist guy who's like, you see what happens? We we don't make them slaves anymore. They're naked with the horses. Mm-hmm. Running around and like shit. An, like animals, yeah. Probably. Yeah. But this guy, imagine getting out. You, you, were, you were born into slavery, and then you get out of slavery, and then you become the richest guy ever. That's insane. Yeah. Just, and you have to do it by by humbling yourself and like living. By the way, I know the guy was like worth like millions and millions of dollars like by today's standards. I don't think I could do some shit like that where I live outside and like poop and pee on the ground for four months. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I don't know about you guys. There's no way I'm fucking doing stuff like that. Oh, I'm not, yeah. If I'm I was, not sleeping outside on the ground. If I was in the old west, I'd get the laziest job there was possible. Which is yeah. what the... I'd be like a whore or something. I'd it, be the one gay whore well, in town. <laughs> You'd become a prostitute. Right. But I'd, I'd still wear that dress and I'd go, you, you boys, you <laughs> 
You still have a big beard. Yeah, lay it on top of a piano, and one giant retarded mm-hmm. cowboy comes. He's like, I'll take the big well, it's funny he went through slavery and then at the in the twilight of his life he started acting like a lame white guy, like obsessed with nature, getting naked, lighting incense, mm-hmm. running with animals. He had an into the wild yeah, type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. He's like Alexander Supertramp. <laughs> All the other black guys are like, God, he's fucking he might as well be white. What a fucking loser. It burned his social security, burned his his free man yeah, papers. Burned mm-hmm. his papers. Died out in a bus, which isn't invented yet. Yeah, just like he turned into like Henry David Thoreau. Yeah, just yeah. prancing around. What's wait like what? a fairy? <laughs> What's like a uh, Viggo Mortensen? A fantastic something? Uh, Captain Fantastic. Captain, Captain fantastic, fantastic, where he yeah. makes the whole family live on a bus. And yeah, shit. and just read gay literature. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Actually, it's a good movie. No, it's good, very but good I mean, it's it's funny to shit on. Oh, very funny. <laughs> he's a retard. <laughs> yeah, no, he's hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole. I mean, that's my favorite part of the movie. Is it sets yeah. up like, look at this hero, yeah. and then by the end, they're like, no, his kids are dying. And yeah, got, it's, I, I don't. It's, you polio. ruin your kids. It right. doesn't matter that yeah. they read a lot. Like they suck ass. Like tell them about Chipotle and like fucking south park yeah so they could fit in your oldest son is a virgin and your daughter has a bone sticking out of her leg you're well, mentally retarded yeah you're an idiot yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah, of a, your kids are like doing break-ins <laughs> like they're falling off roofs like it's right. kind of a nihilistic uh message i think in that movie because they're saying like okay this kid knows all the amendments and he's six and this kid doesn't know like what country he lives in and it's his retarded cousin and yet uh they're both gonna do the, like this like What's the fucking difference, basically? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to know all the amendments? Why do you have to read the gay science by the time you're seven? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to read all this literature? Right. It's not doing anything the for anybody. Scene... It's making you retarded. You can't date a woman. You can't talk to a girl. You can't be social. You can't live in society. And then you also can't live in the woods. So what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Like, pump your kids full of outdated information mm-hmm. that like we don't keep up with. Like it, it, In essence, it seems like, oh, no, they're much smarter, but you actually just know a bunch of shit that we don't even abide by anymore. Yeah, right. you're like one of those parents who's like, my kid doesn't have an iPhone. It's like, well, your kid's not going to have any friends throughout his entire life. <laughs> yeah, Congrats, yeah. you gave your kid autism because yep. he's not going to make a friend until he's 25. Yep. He's going he's gonna to grow up to hunt people. Mm-hmm. Families that like don't have TVs for their kids, it's like, I'm sorry, you're just, you're, you might as well just kill them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you might as well lobotomize them. Your kid in 2023 is going into into like third grade. He's like, if you guys write Bridge to Terabithia, and they're like, shut up, Fern. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Aren't you watching Euphoria? <laughs> Beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Your kid's getting squirrelies at school because he doesn't know what Breaking Bad yeah. is. Your kid doesn't uh-huh. know to pretend to be gay yet. How's uh-huh. he going to make friends? <laughs> yeah, your kid's not a psychopath yet. He's going to get eaten mm-hmm. alive. Yeah, yeah, your kid's voting for DeSantis. Do you think he's going to make friends? <laughs> Man, if, if I have a kid, uh, do I give it a computer? If I have a child? Here's Man. the thing. Whatever your kid is going to have autism no matter what you do. <laughs> so I think you just bite the bullet on yeah. that. Yeah, I just give him, like, fluoride tablets and stuff. Because if you don't give him a computer, he's going to become, like, a Leonardo da Vinci, you know, autistic guy. Your kid's going to have, like, no ACLs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Your kid's going to be born with... Your kid's going to be born with ALs. (laughs) ALs. Oh, shit. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. I think uh, I I think I'll give my kid a computer though. You Might as well. It, you just got to give yeah. him a computer, and There's then you block like- a bunch of, of the sites that he shouldn't go on, and then he'll find ways around those or she. 
You gotta maybe. throw them in the deep end. You just they, you gotta let them have access to everything, but you just have to be in their lives mm-hmm. and ta- have talks with them. Yeah, and lead them. You yeah, know? you have to actually be like a good yeah, parent. Just be a That's parent. Thing. I will. You can't say, protect though, them from right. Anything. You can't be like that parent who like just never tells their kid about sex mm-hmm. or the internet or anything, and then you know you're just really hurting them a lot yes. more. But yeah. I think. Every kid at some point gets radicalized now, and I think we kind of missed that era a little bit, kind of. I think now every kid goes through a few years where they're like a militant feminist or like a hardcore, uh, a guy who's just super into like taking apart guns mm-hmm. and then putting them back together. I think everybody has those phases now. Yeah, kids. I, I mean, and that's the I had same that phase thing. when I was like 21. I just yeah. got super into like weaponry. Yeah, that's the thing. The we, were, we were weird little fucked up Christian kids. And then at like 25, we were getting into stand up comedy. I was you know, literally the consequences. I was the kid in Fantastic Mr. Uh, whatever. Fox. What was it? Captain, Captain Fantastic. 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 Yeah, you're like Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> I was that kid where he's, he's like, fuck, I was supposed to marry that girl. Like, cause you're the way you're raised. Uh, remember, he's talking to the chick, and he's like, "We're gonna get married, and we're gonna have kids." And but like, he literally just met her thirty minutes prior. Mm-hmm. I was that yeah. kid where I was like, "Well, my first girlfriend when I'm fourteen, like I'm supposed to marry her when I'm like eighteen, and like we're supposed to have kids by the time we're nineteen. Right. right. I had all that pressure in my head where like the only person I've ever had interest in, I have to marry them. Mm-hmm. Like crazy shit. And you should just be thinking about fingering a girl. That's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. you should be thinking about like going to the roller rink and getting high without mom and dad knowing. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be thinking about you shouldn't be thinking about like uh, your wedding when you're 13. Mm-hmm. No. Like a queen. Like a gay queen. That's right. Yeah. You should be thinking about it, tricking a 13 year old into touching your penis. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. during the last few years where you can do that. You know, don't raise your kids like they're gonna die at like 33. Like it's the old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you shouldn't raise a kid where, like, when they're seventeen, they're like, "I don't know what a vagina is." Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure if a girl takes her pants off, there's nothing down there. Uh, yeah, I get jealous because we were raised Christian. I get jealous. I never got to fuck a kid legally. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's just what I'm saying. I don't want to, but, you know, yeah. there's guys who were fucking 16-year-olds at 16. I'm I like, know. I could have been fucking doing no, that. I regret that, too. I have the same thing. I'm yeah. like, God damn it. I could have. The only legal time. <laughs> the loophole. And then yeah. I could have just been masturbating to that this whole time. When I was the time. same age. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, my friends, I got, like, hand jobs at 13. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yep. Because you can't get arrested for a memory. Right. Exactly. Also, I was not. They, they will start charging like grown adult men with pedophilia for having a hand, like having sex at fourteen with like with another fourteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll happen soon. It'll be a crime. Yeah, it'll be a fourteen year old being like that. Fifteen year old groomed me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Because <laughs> we're already at the stage where like thirty five year old women are being like, I was groomed by him. Yeah. Yeah. I have no autonomy. I'm a retarded robot. We were both twelve together, and he yeah, it was a vicious, a vicious yeah. long con. I'm, I'm weirdly thinking, though, if I have a kid, I think it'd probably be good if, with everything being so insane. Gracie, stop breakdancing. <laughs> what are you doing? It's insane. <laughs> She's like a Jabberwocky. <laughs> She's crazy. Uh, I was thinking religion would probably be good for a kid now, I think. Like a mild, like go to church kind of touch and go, probably. Uh, you're turning into Red Scare now. You don't think so? You're going trad calf. No, yeah. I think like a little bit of like symbolism that like any because like look yeah, but you'll be the guy who like is like I want him to have a little church. You take him to and then he just gets raped by a priest. <laughs> and it's, all up. it's it's a monkey's paw situation. They're yeah. gonna get fucked up no matter what you do. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's just you got to choose how they're gonna get fucked. Yeah, pick up. your poison. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So how would I let my kid get fucked up? Do I just make him a weird psychopathic like military kid? I think you just relapse to... when he's eight, and then you know that just let that carry the course. Mm-hmm. I relapse when I use eight. Right. But it's a planned relapse. 
<laughs> you guys are like you guys are like uh, at couples counseling. Like, so Ben has a plan relapse when he's eight. Yeah, and that's gonna make you're trying to make him an artist, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. I, that's the thing. You Great don't want to give someone too good of a childhood because then they won't. Because that's what The Shining is, right? The Shining is about a kid who got. If a kid gets molested or experiences a high dose of uh, trauma. A trauma, then they have to create a crazy creative mechanism in their head to right to uh, yeah the survival mechanisms that let you get through childhood make you interesting when you're an adult and mm-hmm. and if yeah. you mm-hmm. suffer something severely traumatic that's what the shining is he, he develops a, a a thing right that uh like exactly like, like i can like do brilliant this, yeah. basically i can do this podcast i can't confront somebody without crying you know that's like the trade-off <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> right but because of that i can do this podcast you can do a yeah. podcast called lemon party mm-hmm. yeah i can do a podcast called lemon party if i'm trying to return something at a store i might start crying <laughs> right so that's the trade Right off. Anytime I'm having yeah. a serious conversation with my girlfriend, I start weeping openly mm-hmm. and look embarrassing. But that's a trade-off. That yeah, is yeah. it's a great trade-off. Right. So in the shining, are you saying that it's supposed to be like the kid has those powers and he's a weirdo because his dad like sucks? He no, that he was molested. That's the undertone of the whole oh. thing. He was fucking really? held down and fucked. I never put that together. I don't think so. That's yeah. what the book's about. Well, no, the book's not about that. All of Stephen King's books are about a kid getting fucked in its ass. Because he wants to fuck kids. <laughs> He's a freak. I love that you're explaining it to me like that. You're like, yeah, because he wants to fuck kids. I'm a full, I'm a big Stephen King fan. I've read three of his books. He's a sick fuck. <laughs> yeah. And should be in jail. For the amount of kid orgies and like, there's like two bullies in the woods and they're 12 and they suck each other right. off. Yeah, mm. I mean, it is just about like a clown pedophile living in the sewers. Yeah. There's literally, he fucks kids. Fucks kids. There's literally mm-hmm. a, like a eight pages in it where there's two bullies in a woods one of them's retarded and he starts sucking <laughs> off the other boy and, and they're a, both 13 years there's old. also a reference in that book where they start talking about a time they all like took their clothes off and started touching each other and they're like they had an 11 orgy. or 12 to beat the clown they had to have an orgy in a sewer yeah. when they were like nine spoiler huh. alert okay yeah. there's one girl in the group and they all run a train on her when they're nine, and that somehow bonds them. And they Jesus Christ. The... I had no idea about Stephen King and all this shit. Oh, he was like a huge... He was just doing massive amounts mm-hmm. of coke and like cough medicine and shit and just like cranking these these huh. books out. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's a sick fuck. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, that's what... I thought it was about I didn't know there was any. Fucked. I didn't know there was any molestation angle in the show. Well, I'll say this. I I always, I've never gotten that out of you. It's about Look, abuse, but nobody's getting fucked. Yeah. I think everything about kids getting fucked. He, you know me. The dad does not care about his family at all. Jack Nicholson hates his kid and his wife in that movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, not even, I don't think he has any care to fuck That's him. why he's sitting at a typewriter all day. Yeah. He's like, I'm writing think, my novel. Do you think that's what the no play means, is no fucking my kids? Yeah. Oh, probably. Oh, it's says... Your kid has been very bad, Mr. Torrance. Okay. You uh, need to fuck him. So The Shining uh, is about trauma, <laughs> specifically sexual abuse, according to uh, Taxi Driver, thank God, on Reddit. On r slash change my view. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So you, 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 checkmate, Devin. And right. Jay. Oh, you yeah. got us. Yeah. Ben went. Ben went to Google. Ben went to Google and said, "Am I right?" <laughs> right. And scrolled two pages. You to found find the yes. one guy mm-hmm. that agrees with you. Yeah, that guy probably died in a shootout with the cops or something because he was fucking kids. Yeah. Do you know why that? <laughs> yeah, probably. Is the blood you... in the halls in The Shining like a metaphor for his wife's like like period? Probably yeah. that it's like reeking. Out. That it's that yeah. time of the month. Yeah. It's that time of the month. That's, that's you're, you hate women so much. Your reading of the shiny is like women just suck, <laughs> and they won't let you do your art. She's making him crazy. <laughs> the shining is really just a movie about your like your average American man. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah pretty much it's a movie about every dad when COVID hit. Yeah, like two months in. 
Yeah. They're like, all right, I got to get into QAnon or I'm going to slaughter my family. I'm terrified about maybe one day having a family like who I already am. I'm like, what if I become the Jack Nicholson shining guy? What if I have a fucking like mental break? What if I can't handle it, boys? What if I can't handle it? I go fucking. I You'll go, be fine. Your shitty dad did it, and my <laughs> did too. Everybody's shitty dad did it. They and all we're did fine, it. You yeah. know. How do you not? How do you raise a kid though and not go completely insane? I don't think you don't. You just do. You just go crazy. Yeah, you kind of become a retarded, older version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you wake up at sixty when your kid's gone. You go. Oh, I guess. I'll golf until I'm dead. Well, that's <laughs> that's probably the good thing about having a kid is then you can finally forgive your own father. You have a child and you go, oh, I get it. This right. makes you insane. I've actually heard it's if you have a bad dad, it's the opposite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. You go, I love this person so much. How could I? I would ever. <laughs> yeah. I would never fuck it up. <laughs> right. How could I? How could I punch him? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they go like, well, my dad was shitty. I'll just be shitty too. Yeah, I, if you're an evolved human being who's like, you know, yeah. process I do, that. I do meet some parents that they go, no, it's like everybody talks about how it's the hardest thing in the world and it's totally, there's but, so many things that are so much harder. And it's they go, it's very rewarding and I love that I did it. But people act like, you know, they're like, you can never, you can never go to like a bar again or you could never go out to get pizza with your friends or you could never, and then none of that's true. None of that's true. It's like a, you know, you just, um, I think for three years it's like that and then you can kind of leave them in a room. Mm-hmm. If you give mm-hmm. them a screen nowadays, they kind of just sit in one place and then you back up. Yeah, like they're... when you tell a dog to sit, right. and you back up out of the room and you see that it's going to be fine. You close the yeah. door. They're right. like birds. You and just then you put go a get towel over them, let them go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know why people ever have like birthdays for like their one year old or mm-hmm. like, just fucking leave them. Or, like, who cares? <laughs> it doesn't even have any memory. Yeah, <laughs> I w- I've been at a one year old's birthday party recently. I was like, this is fucking wasted. Yeah, it's a fucking waste. Mm. Is, like like pe- like people that take their infant to like Italy. Like you're a retard. <laughs> yeah, when it's they're like, so they're celebrating like a one month. Uh, it's like the baby can't even eat yet. Yeah. What's the point? The same Does people that teeth? like like that do you know they get their dogs like cakes on their birthday. I I will say this. I love my dogs. I'll be. Devastated when they pass. Mm-hmm, same. I've I've never once remembered when uh, Emma's birthday comes around. Not once. Yeah, yeah you good. shouldn't. You shouldn't. And yeah. you want to know something else? I always forget Gracie's birthday too. And you know when her birthday is? July fourth. And uh, every year on July fifth, I go, oh, it was fucking Gracie's birthday yeah. yesterday. Wow, what a fun birthday for a dog. <laughs> July 4th. She hates fireworks. Yeah, it's like apocalypse now every birthday. Yeah, my birthday's on 9 11, 2001 every year. Dude, we're pretty sure she was born on July 4th, like at night, like as fireworks were exploding. And she's, she goes nuts. That's Have you seen her on panicky. the night of July 4th? She climbs, she, she's on the ceiling, like the thing in a uh, uh, fucking hereditary. Yeah, hereditary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she turns into an Ari Aster, like a uh, fucking yeah. shadow demon. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Speaking of hereditary, I saw a death that really made me laugh recently online. A death? A death. <laughs> love love the death scene Didn't in hereditary. Didn't make me laugh. It was, it was amazing. fucked up. But there's literally, it's this it's this like 37-year-old Russian model with huge tits. She's in the Dominican nice, Republic, nice. right? And it's raining and the guy the guy driving is filming her in her in the passenger seat and she's got her top off. Great rack. And she's sticking her head out the window, like doing this like sultry dance, and just like putting her head in the sky and looking. And the rain is falling, and then she hits a light pole, and she was killed instantly. Is it real? It's real. It's a real video. Did it like rip her head off? What do I type in? Hereditary level. I don't know if we want to watch. Yeah, it's really not that that. funny. But I want to be the second people ever taken off Patreon. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I just thought it was interesting, like, you know, the, the spectrum of life, like the <laughs> retard and hereditary and this hot bitch. And that's the funny um, thing. It's like, you yeah. know, the guy's like, he stops. And he's like, well, her tits are right there. Her tits didn't get chopped off. No, exactly. <laughs> it is always weird when attractive women die. I know. You're like, it oh, just so doesn't sad. make sense to yeah. me. You're like, what? It's like when Kobe died. You're like, you should, you were bulletproof. It, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You just think like, no, 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 no. You you have to die when you're like old and ugly. Right. <laughs> no, no woman that's attractive. You can't die. I still care about yeah, you. Yeah. You think God would be like, you're still fuckable. I won't kill you. Yeah. Like her head pops off and in heaven, God's like, oh no, go back. Go back. Go yeah, back. Put it back on. We'll do a Chris Rock thing down to yeah, earth. I've been jacking it to her. <laughs> She can't die. She's still getting fucked. <laughs> did, did, she, did she get beheaded, by the way? I don't know if she got beheaded, but her whole torso, you know, went sideways. Like, the, um, car's go, the car was going like 50 miles per hour. You really hate to hear it because it's a, a Russian with nice knockers you on her. You hate to hear it, you know. Yeah. Part of more of Putin's regime. Yeah. You know? Yep. It could be like God's an incel, like he's mad, he gets no pussy. It might have been. So he that. just has to kill hot women. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I don't know. I just thought it was it was a it was a fascinating uh Epic kill. <laughs> Hell's janitor. Mount yeah. Kilimanjaro. And you know how I saw that really quickly off Twitter. Twitter's just like live like live leak now. Mm-hmm. I just saw that on Twitter. Twitter is crazy. Yeah, you told now. me that. It's, it's disgusting. lawless. Completely lawless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I kind of like it a little bit. <laughs> I know the little suspense of it. Yeah, it's a little more like a slot machine. I yeah, like what exactly. Elon's doing a lot. I w- I got a little angry when I saw there was a Doge instead of a, a Twitter bird. Yeah, that's annoying. That yeah. really uh, fucking pissed me. He off. really thinks he's a little too funny. He's got to stop with that. Yeah. yeah, he's just a little too retarded. Yeah, yeah. it's it's annoying. I really hope Cringe. he doesn't start doing stand-up and selling out arenas. Oh, he will. I bet he's on stage at the mothership right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost can guarantee. Right. And he you know, will he, go. And you know, given his Twitter presence, he would just be stealing full bits from comics. Yep. Oh, sure. Like, he would go Michael Scott and just be doing N-words versus black people on stage. <laughs> Smoking I, a cigarette like Chappelle, banging the mic on his knee. I yeah. really hope Joe doesn't convince him to start doing stand-up comedy. That's, Joe, really that's Joe's mission happen. in life is to ruin stand-up comedy with telling people to do it on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Joe, but he's <laughs> yeah. he's he's great. But yeah, Joe will have Kofi and on on it. Be like, you should try stand-up. Yeah, anybody. He really should be held in like a comedy Nuremberg trial for what he's done, and they're just you know, Brendan right. Schaub. Right. <laughs> he's like he's like what what is ruined comedy more? It's like well, there was the evening at the Improv in 1988, and then Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> yep. Just, we like Joe, but just he, love Joe yeah, Rogan, yeah. but just you know, stop telling scientists to do stand up. Well, you know what though, it kind of doesn't. It doesn't. Stand up doesn't mean anything Johnny, anymore. Yeah, it's true. He's also Johnny Carson for people whose fans hate them eventually. You know. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 He yeah. should have. A, he should start having all of the uh, fighter and the kid guys that cut documentaries about Brendan Schaub. They should start doing JRE. Yeah, I think I would love porcelain to go on JRE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beige frequency. <laughs> mm. Yeah, shout out to all those guys. Yeah, some great work. Honestly. Great stuff. So you yeah. made the worm turns, man. That was your big break. <laughs> <laughs> Joe knows every single yeah, thing they do. He knows about the worm turns. Jim Norton documentary yeah. on YouTube. The Burt Kreischer doc, man. Try hard. <laughs> he does try too hard, man. He tries too hard, man. 
Oh, Devin, I think you might be slightly, oh. only slightly out of the shot, I think. I can't really tell. Devin, they can't yeah, see you. Yeah, now you're fine. They can't see you say retard. They can't, God. Bring it back into shot. It's going to ruin everything. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, imagine having to see video of this, like needing to see, like, just, very just this. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think people should keep doing Key, it. Yeah, I love it. And get right. us, get our views. Yeah, I if mean, you're, if you're audio only, we've added Family Guy clips, so more incentive to watch. <laughs> I mean, I look so <laughs> shitty like this. With your Shrek 2 shirt on? Yeah, and my corduroy pants. Shrek 2 was good, right? I, I think. Oh, is this Shrek 2? Shrek, Shrek 2 is great. Shrek 2 is great, right? Shrek 2 is great. <laughs> now, Shrek 3, I'm Roger Ebert. Shrek 3 was pedantic. <laughs> the third act just really mm-hmm. dwindled. It was an exercise in itself. Yes. Yeah. Puss in Boots, on the other hand. Well, nah, I'm glad you brought that up, Devin. Pu- I heard mm-hmm. Puss in Boots was amazing, actually, or mm-hmm. something. It taught me that it's okay to have panic attacks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. I think I, I brought that up. I saw somebody, some gay one on Twitter. <laughs> Say that, that Just be like, Puss in, Watts, Puss in Boots taught me it's okay to have you know panic attacks. It's like, okay, either stop taking Zoloft or take too much of it. <laughs> Make a choice. Oh, this is the weird part of Family Guy where they go into the side room for one of the occasional times. That's a room they never go in in the Family Guy house. Oh, okay. Dude, Sorry. I, I kind of want to start playing the whale right now behind me. <laughs> I, I kind of want to buy it for like five bucks and just let the whale play. Let it play? I don't know. I'm kind of... Ernest Goes to School is kind of really doing it for me right yeah, now. Dude, yeah, dude, this is bringing me back. I look back every now and then. I go, oh, yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah, Ernest mm-hmm. Goes to Columbine. <laughs> <laughs> these these were the movies we would watch on a little TV in our room as we just our parents threw like a fucking you know bowling pin at each other, <laughs> and we're just disassociating, imagining Ernest as our dad. What do you think ever happened to that bowling pin we had? Remember we had oh, a bowling yeah. pin we for had... some reason because I think Jace at some point was encouraged to be a bowler. Yeah, I, was, I don't know yeah. why that was encouraged of you. I think it was I think it was literally because I was the oldest and they couldn't afford daycare, so they dropped me off at a bowling alley. Is that true? They would drop school. us off there? Me, I think me. No, but we both had bowling balls, and I remember I had a red one, and you had a green one, yeah. and yours had the initials JWA, and mine was BAA on yeah, yeah. it. I remember I, w- I was given bowling classes. I don't remember being interested in this, and I think I was dropped off what there was every that? day. I was dropped off there every day as like a f- safe environment for a kid, and there's just old women chain smoking indoors and stuff. I remember and, this, yeah. Yeah. I was really into bowling. That is so. interesting. I think it Jace was just... wearing bowling shirts and stuff. And uh, yeah. we, we had our own bowling balls in our bag. We had bowling ball. We were like yeah. the big Lebowski when we were six. It was really like our parents <laughs> were trying to make sure we never got pussy. <laughs> and I think we got bored of that. And then mom started putting us in art classes where we'd draw. A, I, no, I drew a I, frog. I, I asked to go to art class because I was really interested in art oh, at a young okay. age. I was drawing a lot. Okay. Yeah. And then... We after that we got in golf just so we could spend time with our dad. Dad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I didn't know at the time. Yeah, so really three things in a row of making sure we get no pussy: right. bowling, art, and then golf. Oh, and then I I was obsessed with fishing for maybe ten years, and then I transferred that onto I would fish on the golf course with my dad. So I'd go to my dad and just like fish, and I'd catch like a huge bass and just like run. I'd be like, hey, 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 just like run up the 18th fairway and then just show my dad a huge fish, and he'd turn around and he'd be like. That's nice, son. Throw it back in the lake. And then just like go over his butt. I look, I probably look like such a freak running around with just a huge fish. People probably thought I had Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm running through a parking lot trying to show my dad a fish. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. And then throw it. But I was like 12. You're I'm too kid. old to be doing No, when you're 12, you can't be running around oh, with a fish. Oh, you can't do that? Then you're a freak. Right. Then it's like, look at that. <laughs> look at that freak go. Right. I'm sure a bunch of people saw me and they go, I'm totally going to. 
uh, abduct that child. I'm going to abduct that child given the right moment. Right. They yeah. probably thought you caught it with your hands. You're just some probably cr- some creek boy lives in the creek. I was a, I had that weird period where like uh like I would be I would just fish for like seven hours while dad was playing golf and like mm-hmm. I'd have to like move locations because geese would try to like fuck me up and kill me. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what like, I'm saying. I'm I just think running were, from giant birds. I think they were giving <laughs> us stuff to do so they didn't have to hire a babysitter. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. Sure they I think did. that was like a, it was sort of like the equivalent of cousin Eddie pouring out a box of snakes. Right. <laughs> telling the kids to round them up. The bowling alley thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's just kind of like a daycare. Like I don't know. The employees will. Yeah. Make they're sure like, they're hey, okay. go, ha- go hang out with World War II vets who yeah. are dying. Go hang out with those kids in trench coats. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my favorite thing to do as a kid was? My favorite thing to do was I uh, in Big Spring, I would go out in the because we live by that state park mm-hmm. and I would just leave without telling anybody and I would get lost in the woods for like three hours and f- try to find my way back. And mm-hmm. that was like a good time to me. Yeah. Yeah. You were daring to get raped, honestly. Yeah. It was like a, a little baby like Bear Grylls mm-hmm. drinking your own piss. Yeah. I was basically I was trying. I think I was trying to get abducted now that I think about it. And I may have. Who knows? Might have turned out better for you if you were. Who knows? You think so? Maybe that's my shining is just uh, uh, producing podcasts. Mm-hmm. You could have been like that kid that was abducted. Who he kind of he was abducted by that gay couple because they couldn't have a kid. This actually is a very famous case. He was it was like outside of Yosemite, this town outside of Yosemite, mm-hmm. and uh, this kid was uh, abducted by this gay couple that just couldn't have a kid, and they took him. And the the kid intertwined pretty well with them, and he was just like, I don't know, you guys are cool. And just just hung out, hung, like liked being raised by the gay couple. Then he came back into town. He was found, and it was like fine. But he kind of was like indifferent. He was like, I don't know, they, those they were cool. They right. treated me right. You I, mean like when wolves like a uh, like raise a, a different a, a baby that yeah, it finds? Right. Yeah, yeah. His parents are pissed because he's like into Will and Grace and like the opera now. <laughs> right. They're like they made him too classy. <laughs> well, what was crazy about this case is that it was super famous when he came back into town. It was a national news story. Um, they made a movie about it, or they made a miniseries about it on TV, and all yeah. these like famous actors were in it. Steve Zahn's in it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It was like the 80s or something. Oh, okay, okay. He was, but he was very famous, and then the uh, the the real life kid ended up when he was like 24, dying in a motorcycle accident. Really, I have heard of this. And then yes. his, and then uh, flash forward about 15, 20 years. There's uh, all these uh, women that keep going missing in Yosemite. These these women were slaughtered, killed, like four or five of them. And uh, the the kid who was originally kidnapped, who died on the motorcycle, his brother was working uh, at the hotel in town as like a fucking janitor or whatever. And it turned out to be him. And he was the serial killer. Because he wanted to be famous because he was pissed off about his brother getting all the yeah. fame for getting kidnapped. Because his brother became like a famous figure. Yep. They made like a huge TV movie about him. I think like Jason Bateman played him when he was like a teenager or something. Might have, yeah, something like that. Yeah, you just like, I just remembered this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just imagine being that mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, why couldn't you be more like your brother who got abducted by gays and then died in a motorcycle accident? Yeah, he's the golden child. Mm-hmm. Well, the, they, the funniest part is in the doc, they cut to the pi- the initial pictures of when the kid came back into town and it was a huge news story and mm-hmm. the brother's in the back like, God damn it. There's all these pictures of the brothers like like a like a cartoon yeah. case. Cartoon yeah. villain. And he's like, in twenty years I'll kill five women and get fame too. I really think you could be surprised with uh, like uh, what you can live with. As a person? Yeah, because I think sometimes like uh, Yeah, I mean go to a gas station and look at people, you know. 
Uh, well, I mean, just kind of like, uh, like just doing some like incredibly evil shit, and I think you can kind of just brush that off, is what I mean. Like, I think the human spirit endure, endures the deepest and darkest uh, phantoms. Yeah, I, I mean, think I think you could kind of like do almost anything, and then like live with yourself. Get that bone out of her mouth. Grace, give me the she's bone. Being insane. I think you could like. I think. Have you guys ever been driving along in a suburb and you go, "Oh, I'm probably going a little too fast," and like. I've heard stories of like a kid comes out of the driveway and then yeah, the person yeah. runs and then they can't live with themselves and they run over this kid. I like to think I'm the kind of guy that like, you know, I'd I'd have to go to support groups if that happened to me and, and this but like I right. wonder if like in a few years you'd kinda like, I had get a, over I had it. a dog once with no, the you suburban. Didn't. Oh my yeah. god. I told you, all right, calm down. <laughs> Be fucking gay about it. That's so fuck. I ran over a bunny once and I still feel bad about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel kind of bad, but I'm like over it. You know? <laughs> so what happened? You killed the dog? I felt legitimately bad. I mean, this dog exploded. <laughs> I, dude, I hit this dog. Oh, no. Dude, I was driving back from like Austin. <laughs> I was driving back from Austin. I think I was moving down there. I was like 24. And I was, I was like, I think I'm driving the Suburban back so I could drive my Toyota back to Austin because I was moving all my shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like backwoods. I was going like fucking eighty five, <laughs> and this dog. It's it's like maybe midnight, and this dog just like just ran, just and right there's nothing the nothing I could do, and the it just like a pinata just <laughs> un, oh unfolded. God. Oh no! Unfolded middle of nowhere, <laughs> and I and I stopped and I looked back and I go, yeah, and then I just <laughs> <laughs> and I just go. <laughs> The dog was dead on impact, and I'm like, I can't. I don't. I'm mentally, not gonna get out and mm, look at it. I don't mentally want to have that in the nightmares. I'm gonna yeah, have. Yeah, trying to like grab its head and reattach it. <laughs> Jason's looking in the rearview. He's like, pretty sure it was pregnant too. And now there's things like yeah. maggots all over the yeah, yeah. road. Yeah, you jiggling. Saw, you saw puppies come out like like candy out of a pinata. <laughs> was it like a mid sized dog? It was a Labrador. Oh, oh man, not Marshall Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was brutal. I remember I legitimately, I was driving and like 30 seconds later, and I want to be clear, the dog was liquid. There was no point in like going. Yeah. yeah. I, I had nightmares. This is my fucking b- moment. It comes back to bite me. <laughs> All right. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I brought it up. Um, <laughs> don't even know what you're talking about. Don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. You meant Bobby Kelly. Yeah. I meant yeah. Bobby Kelly. You power killed that dog. <laughs> <laughs> porcelain okay. put us in a documentary yeah. porcelain, put us in a dog porcelain uh anyways um i was driving like 30 seconds later and i i felt so i started screaming while i was driving like literally like like end of breaking bag like jesse driving away from the yeah well that's intense as fuck yeah, yeah man. man it was horrible i i still occasionally will have a dream about it it's pretty you know, we know someone uh, who we grew up with who uh, ran over a kid on his bike and killed him. It was like his next door neighbor. Jesus. He, like, his oh, truck, he fucking killed him. It was John Gotti's kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he got whacked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how I know well, that? It's also driving those F950s where you can't you can't see a kid for a thousand yards yeah. in front Have of you. Have you seen those videos on YouTube where they show you all the blind spots? Mm-hmm. Like you're driving a death machine. You literally can't see a line of 45 kids in front of your... All the trucks. And you're like, well, I got to get back from my accounting job. 
All the trucks in Texas are named after like featured items at fast food restaurants. It's always like a King Ranch F three fifty. It's the biggest thing. It's it's like, oh yeah, I got an I got a new two thousand twenty three a uh, Hunger Buster. Yeah, outside. <laughs> yeah, I got the twenty nineteen uh, Southwest egg roll. <laughs> there's a sup- there's a Subaru Baja, which is like a truck car. It looks really stupid. Oh okay, nice. Yeah. I've cool. ordered that before. Like a Baja Blast. <laughs> yep. Subaru is just kind of gay. Yeah, they're kind well, of. What is what lesbians buy, it's a, right? Yeah, lesbian cars, yeah. hikers. You know, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be good vehicles, though. Yeah, they are. They're really good. They're just there's just something about them that's gay. I yeah, don't know. I get mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I don't make the rules, but yeah. you whatever. Know? What am I trying to go to, uh, down the outback? Yeah. What the fuck? You know, Subaru. Mm-hmm. You know, Subaru, the official car of like mountain climbers. Right. <laughs> My, yeah, my which I'll never get into. Yeah. Yeah. I was hanging out with my girlfriend's family, and her mom was like, "I bought a new car," and I jokingly said, "Oh, how's this? How's the new Subaru?" And she was like, "How did you know I bought a Subaru?" And she's gay. Ah, uh, so, there you go. Got a whole big laugh. Yeah, big, well, because it's big pop from the family. It's that type of lesbian where they wear beanies and shit. You mm-hmm. know, you can't mm. quite tell if they're a lesbian or a snowboarder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a fifty-year-old lesbian or Sean White. I yeah, don't know. Yep. Yeah. How you doing, Ben? You seem like you're thinking about a lot right now. Yeah, I was, I was just, I just remembered a lot of stuff. Mom unloaded on me the last time I saw her. She told me like, because I remember like the like the guy running over the kid. Mm-hmm. Like she just sometimes she's like, I have lunch with her because I just see her once a year because mm-hmm. that's what you do with moms, you know. And uh, she's just like, yeah. And then she just one thing after the no- another. Oh, and moms? I was like, I had no idea any of yeah. this was going on when I was a child. Moms are famous for just bringing out note cards and being like, um, your science teacher's kid had cancer and died. <laughs> um, the guy from church, he uh, raped his family and killed himself. Um, just like fl- like flashing it's, through all Dude, of it's it. like sometimes it feels like a bad tarot card reading mm-hmm. where she's just telling me how I'm going to die and in what yeah. way and yeah, the, yeah. the date. And... Talking talking to a mom is like reading like USA Today or something. <laughs> yeah, it's it a New York Post headline. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Nancy Grace. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, she, I mean, mom loves to, sometimes she just brings up, she goes, yeah, remember, remember, uh, so-and-so? And I'm like, yes, I do. And you don't have to, like, if I say, yes, I do, you don't have to elaborate. Mm-hmm. But I say, yes, I do. And she goes, you know, he's the guy, remember he, 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 you know, he had anger problems, but you know, also like he ran over a kid. Like when he, I'm like, yes, mom, I know. Like, let, I, yes, I do. Yes, please move on. And she's like, anyway, he ran over another kid. <laughs> Like it's always just one tragedy after, after another. After the next, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, moms, that's that's really all they have, you know. Mm-hmm. They wake up, they like read the obituaries, and yeah. then they call you and tell you, like, do you, do you know you could die, like you know, uh, from the water in town. <laughs> His head exploded. It blew right off. Blew right off. Uh, mom recently ruined something for me because I said, oh, you know who I really loved growing up was. Uh, uh, my uh, my best friend, you know, I loved I loved his his mom and this and that. And mom goes, well, you know, she was having a fa- an affair with the librarian, and and then she told me all this stuff. I was like, oh, I had no idea any of this was going on, mm-hmm. and it ruined all of my memories of these like nice people that I would go over their homes. I didn't know they were trapped in a web of lies that uh, was driving mm-hmm. them to the brink of suicide. Yeah, right. but every time I hear that, I'm like, I get it, mm-hmm. I get it. The wife was a bit much, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it does make sense. Mm-hmm. I've I've been judging a guy that I knew. You've been guilting of guilting of judging a guy. Have you been judging people? I dude, I feel actually bad about this because I've been judging this guy who I was good friends with his son. 
and like I knew him, I'd go over. You know, he's just like my, he's like one of my best friends' dads. You know, and I thought yeah. he was cool and shit. Come to find out, he's like uh, way after I graduate and I'm gone. I hear you know through the grapevine that he's he cheated and broke up the whole family and this that and the other. And I was like, what the fuck? Like that's so fucked up and like ruined everything. And like now he's dating like a younger lady and all this stuff. Then come to find out, another guy that knew him calls me up. And tells me, uh, he goes, yep, I heard from so-and-so that uh, his wife hadn't put out in 15 years. And I was like, oh, well. I'm like, yeah, now I'm like, because in my head I'm stewing. I'm like, fuck him. Why would he do that? Why would he break up his family? Meanwhile, his wife wasn't, like, you don't know the fucking story. bit of knowledge, yeah. You should cheat on your wife if she doesn't touch your penis anymore. For Mm -hmm. like 15 years, you are allowed to fuck other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Case closed. Yeah. I think I agree. I legitimately and I feel bad now. I'm never, never going to judge people now for breaking up the no, family. You, n- you never know what's going on. Never mm-hmm. know what's going on. You never know. He might have had a really hot secretary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. She's, the wife was still blowing him every night. He's like, but the secretary. He's like, no, no. I'm sufficiently sucked, but she's way hotter, my secretary. So Ben, you don't know the full story. Yeah, right. yeah. You don't huge know the full tits. Story. I'm like, huge tits. Huge so what I had to do was tell my wife I was sick so I couldn't get sucked off three <laughs> nights in a row so I could save up my cum and then go fuck my hot secretary. You don't understand the whole story. You, know, you can't judge a book by its cover. Come on. You, there's nuance yeah. to this. She had a Brazilian butt lift. I mean, come on, guys. They don't have those in Abilene. I had to try it. <laughs> you know BBLs are outlawed in Abilene, Texas. Dude, you know what's so funny? I felt I felt so bad about me fucking judging this guy for years now and like mm-hmm. kind of being like, man, like that's so wrong. I can't believe he did that and all this shit. Cause she was so sweet. Yeah. And I loved her so much that I even like messaged, <laughs> I messaged him on Instagram and I was like, hey, I hope like you're doing well and all this stuff. And yeah. I hope like things are good. And, you know, cause I haven't talked to him in like probably like, 14 years or right. something. He should send you a video of him getting sucked off. <laughs> <laughs> him, get, him just getting his shit domed off. <laughs> I think he responded to me like, I'm good, man. Like, he was just like, yeah, dude, I, you're my son's yeah. friend from 20 years ago. Please, yeah, yeah. Why, why do we yeah, even somebody, follow each somebody other? From, if somebody you from fucking tw- freak. If somebody from 20 years ago messaged me, I would get a new phone. I'd break my phone like Breaking Bad and throw it in a river. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, he has a better life now. I looked at his Instagram. He's getting fucking... He's always like on a boat with her and stuff with his secretary and shit. Good nice. for him. He's getting fucking... Nice. He's lost weight, too. Good, right? Which I think that happens when like you go 15 years without getting sucked off, and you mm-hmm. start getting sucked you on again. You get sucked off, all the cum comes out, and you lose a bunch of weight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just fat from backed up cum. <laughs> yeah, it's like bleeding an eye in a boxing match. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking shout out to that guy for finally getting his nuts fucking sucked off. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. every man has to get sucked off. And if your wife stops... I mean, if your wife stopped putting out for 10 years... If your wife stopped putting out, how long would you guys go before you cheat on her? Honestly. Maybe like a couple hours or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The next day? Yeah. <laughs> I think if my wife goes on a, a sex strike, I don't know. I think I make it... Well, that apparently happens when you have a kid, is your wife can't like fuck for a year. Because her pussy gets all blown out and shit. And then she also gets postpartum depression, so yep. she doesn't want to have sex. Yep. And then so. you're not even important to her anymore. That's all yeah. about the kid. You're not important, and you're both also sleep deprived. So even if you fuck, it's going to be like you can't get hard. You you know, 
you're blowing clear clear com only <laughs> pre-com it's not, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, yeah it's a whole nut of pre-com yeah mm. it's not even a good load yeah, yeah. Mm. so you better prepare for that maybe ask that guy what, what woman he's with god damn it so really like it just ruins the it's like a, a snake shedding its skin you just you don't have the snake anymore you just have this exoskeleton you're walking around I've with. heard a lot of couples like go through the like two three years of raising like getting their kids a little grown up and then have to like reignite their sex life yeah, you yeah. Know? they have to start doing anal yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. why can't the fucking baby come out of its mouth or I mean, something like just that rip a woman's head in half yeah well, why, work. why didn't God make it like smaller where you just like you're at dinner and you cough up the baby Mm-hmm. Like we actually talked about this last week because of the. <laughs> I'm so autistic. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about a baby should come out of eggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's because we walk upright and our our hip bones are too narrow. We got to evolve, right? Kardashian hip bones, mm. and then we can. You can just, you know, shoot them out. Shoot them right out your cooter. Yeah. 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 Your kitty. Your cooter. Uh, Patreon is it a Patreon? Probably. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Patreon.com slash lemon party. <laughs> to the patrons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in case you don't know where you yeah, are. This, in case this isn't the Patreon. Yeah. Devin, Patreon.com. Devin Costa Hate Watch Pod. Yep. Uh, we got to wake up early in the morning, boys, because we're going to shoot a sketch that hopefully is funny and good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Thank you for everyone to support for supporting so we can uh, make funny stuff. Yeah. Funny. Clips channel as well. Subscribe to the oh, Clips yeah. channel. We're going live on the Clips channel every Wednesday at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific sure. Standard Time and 7 p.m. Yeah, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So figure that yeah. out uh, for the Clips channel. Make sure Central you Time, do the math. Mountain Time, do the math. <laughs> yeah. You figure it out. You, you figure it out. Yeah, it's your fault for living in the middle of the country. So yeah, fuck it's your you. fault. Exactly. Choose, choose a coast. Or yeah. you, mm-hmm. you don't exist unless you choose a coast. Exactly. Yep. Mm. Or unless you live in, in uh, unless you're opening a, a second comedy club in uh, Austin. Yeah, the yeah. only place, we, if you better be three hours ahead, otherwise we don't give a shit <laughs> about you. Yeah. Okay. You got to be three hours ahead, or those you, places you don't where exist. it's an hour ahead. Mm-hmm. Fuck up. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, beat it. Fuck you. Are you an hour ahead? Oh really? You're an hour. It should just skip where time doesn't even happen. Right. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't oh. even be allowed to have a watch. Yeah. yeah oh, right. mountain time. Ooh, that's Ooh. not even. Is that real? <laughs> what route? Oh, the t- the mountains have a time. Fuck you. Do they? Shut Suck up. my cock. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. (laughs) Fuck you. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.